0: Hello, Paul Osborne here with a brief emergency podcast. Look, I would sound the emergency podcast klaxon, but I'm recording this at about half past three in the morning. I've got to be honest with you, it's more than my life's worth to wake everyone up. That was an interesting 24 hours, wasn't it? A day of madness, a bubble of insanity that, in the grand scheme of things, has made not a jot of difference foolishly on the last podcast i suggested that when she cancelled this week's big brexit vote Theresa may might just have bought herself a few more weeks she'd actually bought herself one more day another one of my great predictions next thing you know it's wednesday and we get pitched into 12 hours of confidence vote craziness so yes it's a win 200 to 117 but hang on a minute 117 Conservative MPs, given the chance, said they wanted rid of Theresa May. That's more than a third of her parliamentary party who have no more confidence in their leader than the hundreds of MPs lined up on the opposition benches. That is not a ringing endorsement. This is a coup that had been on the back burner for, what, three months? It comes to the boil in one day and fizzles out a few hours later it strikes me this is the Westminster bubble again all those Tory MPs convincing each other that now was the time to act and then they did it they put in the letters and suddenly they came up against this wall of public hostility from people who, to be honest have just about had enough of MPs acting like dicks we're in the middle of a crisis as it is, without you making it even more crisisy. When you bear in mind how long it took Jacob Rees-Mogg and his band of merry men to finally get those 48 letters that they needed to trigger this vote, we really shouldn't be that surprised that they couldn't get another 110 MPs to join them in less than a day. But I suspect people in Downing Street will be taken aback by just how many MPs were willing to vote against her. Now, every time Theresa May stands up in the Commons, every time she's interviewed, every time she's across the table from those EU leaders or negotiators, they will know exactly how many of the Prime Minister's own MPs wanted rid of her. One other thing, given Jacob Rees-Mogg's passionate commitment to listening to the democratically expressed will of voters, you would expect that he would now have to just accept the result and pipe down. After all, the voters have spoken. We can't keep having votes again and again until he gets a result he's happy with. And yet he bangs on, demanding Theresa May's resignation. It's worth pointing out that not all the Prime Minister's critics have done, that a handful have accepted that they've tried and failed to unseat her, and now they need to move on so we could see a split in the next few days among the brexiteers jacob rees mogg leading a faction refusing to accept that they've lost and wanting to rerun the same battle over and over again until he gets a result he likes i'm sure he's accused other people of doing something similar now this is normally the point where i would bring robert meekin in but as i mentioned a moment ago it's well after three o'clock in the morning and like any sensible person he is fast asleep but while I was trapped in a studio in Westminster earlier, he sat down to gather his
1: thoughts. It would be difficult to argue that it's a good result for the Prime Minister. Of course, the loyalists will be saying that's the case, but it really wasn't. Uh, you had 117 of our own MPs out of 317 voting against the Prime Minister. They, they wanted rid of their own party leaders. While she'll have staggered over the line, her supporters will say, it's all done and dusted, move on. The truth is that it wasn't a, the, the big margin of victory that they'd have hoped for. And it again pretty much sums up Theresa May's political career of late. Yes, she's just about got through. Yes, she's wounded again. She's gonna stagger on, but how much longer can this truly go on? You know, she may now In theory, at least, be able to avoid a leadership contest inside the Tory party for the next year, it doesn't end her problems. The House is a parliament, that's where her biggest problem really lies, and it's very difficult to see a road through for her because the said 117 Tory MPs are not going to go quiet, they're not going to suddenly say, Okay, it's a fair cop, we'll go along with you, Prime Minister. And I tell you what, the Jeremy Corbyn faction of the Labour Party which is a pretty significant number. They are certainly going to do her no favours. They're intent on trying to bring this Prime Minister down. Add on top of that the likes of the SNP. Very, very difficult to see that Theresa May will be allowed, really, to be able to negotiate or come back with any deal with any real strength because so many people are entrenched with a rooted interest, frankly, to pull her down. She keeps... Somehow staggering on, you know. You could say that's admirable. You could say that's utterly mad. <laughs> Whatever side you're on, she's still standing. She's taken another battering. She's still there. She's still in the game. My guess would be, yes, she survives through to Christmas. She gets back into the New Year, and I think these problems of the House of Commons, the House of Commons, all come to the fore again. I think in the end she'll find, and it, it, it's an impossible road to get through, courtesy of the people, the Brexiteers in her own party, courtesy of the behaviour of the Labour Party, etc, etc. And I think at that point, when she realises there's no way through for her deal, a deal that won't be much different to what it is now, she will probably then be taken down. Well, there's Robert's view on what's happened. I have to say, I think he's
0: got a point about Theresa May's future. I'm sure she wants you to think that that's the leadership issue dealt with for good, certainly for the next 12 months. I am not so sure. Firstly, there could still be a formal confidence vote in the government in the Commons, if Jeremy Corbyn ever gets around to calling it. And John McDonnell has hinted in the last few hours that there might be one next week. Then the Cabinet might rise up against her. This would be the idea of the men and women in grey suits turning up to tell her her time is up. That could happen, possibly after the vote in Parliament, if the vote in Parliament ever happens. Of course, before that, the Prime Minister heads to Brussels to ask, maybe beg, for concessions. Now, the EU's been pretty clear, no renegotiations, but that doesn't mean they won't agree a few warm words. Nobody wants the backstop. Nothing could be further from our mind. That'll get put in the political declaration of course the political declaration has absolutely no legal weight MPs want changes to the withdrawal agreement that is legally binding which is why the EU will never agree to it so Theresa May will come back from Brussels with nothing certainly not enough to calm that 117 strong contingent who are itching to be rid of her and then what happens? I have absolutely no idea I don't think she knows either That, in a way, is the central stupid point of this whole stupid exercise. We have wasted another precious day on the road to Brexit, on a vote of absolutely no consequence, a vote which has changed absolutely nothing. It's just made the Prime Minister a little bit weaker than she already was. Theresa May has won a short, meaningless battle, and her prize is she gets to stay in this godforsaken job just a little bit longer. But the wider war, getting a Brexit deal and getting it through Parliament, that seems unwinnable. And sooner or later she will have to put those plans to the Commons and she will almost certainly lose. Surely then she'll have run out of road. Surely then it'll be over. Even the hide of a rhinoceros will wear thin eventually. Anyway, there we are. Just a few rambling, middle of the night thoughts on a very, very strange, and to be honest, very long day. Quarter to four now. Don't forget there's more on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Party Games Pod. I'll be updating like a demon on Twitter at Paul Osborne as well once I've had a little sleep. Thanks to Robert. Thanks to you for listening to this little emergency podcast. Just imagine the klaxon going. Not going to let it go. Till next time, goodbye.